This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, let's talk about our auto insurance, because as always, it is a hot topic. And today, it's all about the discussion between BC and Alberta. There's this new report from the Insurance Bureau of Canada, and what they did was they showed that the same driver could save hundreds of dollars, according to the Insurance Bureau, uh, if they were on the other side of the Rockies rather than right here in BC. They tried to measure the same thing, same kind of car, uh, you know, living in the same place, same driving record, and that's what they ended up with. Now, this has obviously sparked a lot of discussion, lots of pushback from ICBC too, which we'll get to in just a moment. But certainly the opposition has jumped on this. A BC Liberal leader, Andrew Wilkinson, says, this means it is time to open up the market to more insurance providers. I think the problem is that British Columbians deserve to have a choice in auto insurance. What we're being told by David Eby again and again is he's got the master fix and he's going to tell us how it works. And I look at this and say, well, I moved here from Alberta 30-odd years ago. Insurance is more expensive in British Columbia. Why can't we have a choice? Why can't drivers here have every option put on the table for them? And then we can figure out which ones are the two or three best ones, and then drivers could choose amongst them. Instead, we have this 46-year-old state-run monopoly, and David Eby keeps propping it up and telling judges what to think, and they don't do what they're told, as Casey hasn't noticed, and we just keep fumbling along. That is Andrew Wilkinson. He was on with our John McComb this morning. So let's hear what ICBC has to say about this. Joining us now is Nicholas Jimenez, who is the CEO of ICBC. Thank you very much for being here. Hey, good afternoon, Sammy. Now, Nicholas, what is it that ICBC ratepayers are getting that is worth paying more money than what they're getting in Alberta? Well, I mean, this is the problem with a report like that. And I, I mean, I, I understand people really like the idea of comparisons, but um, they're often overly simplistic and they they kind of miss the point. And in this case, you know, they're missing a couple of big points. One is it's an entirely different product. Uh, and I know they'll say it's not, but it is. And that's there's just no way you can debate that. Um, you know, and I'll give you an example. We pay uh, <clears throat> accident benefits uh, at three hundred thousand in Alberta, it's fifty thousand, and we pay death be- <clears throat> excuse me death benefits uh, three times higher here than in Alberta. Your weekly wage benefits are two times higher here than Alberta. You know, and then you layer in things like you know our geography. It's pretty different driving in British Columbia than it is in Alberta. And then you layer in things like our legal system, uh, in our case law, and our tort environment. And as you know, and we've talked about this before, um, legal costs are what drive uh, a lot of the sort of the unsustainability of premiums here. So it, it's just, it's a, it's difficult. And I think they're not doing uh, much to inform this debate with reports like this. So are they looking at just, oh, there is death benefit, death benefit coverage and there is wage benefit coverage, but you're saying that ICBC provides more of those things? It's a much richer product. I mean, it's like comparing cars. I mean, you can, you know, a Honda Civic versus an Audi A4. Uh, they're both sedans. They both have four doors. 
but they're very different products. Uh, and so does one, you know, look different than the other when it comes to the, to the purchase price? You bet. Um, and, and, and the same is true for insurance. You, you kind of get what you pay for. Now, sorry, I'll stop. And okay, I was going to say then, well, if that's the case then, do we need all of those things? I mean, if people in Alberta are making do with less coverage like that, then do we need all those things? And would that mean that we would get cheaper insurance? Well, I think that's fair. I mean, I think, I think you need them when you need them. And I think when people are injured in a crash, you know, they, uh, $50,000 goes pretty darn quick uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, healthcare benefits and accident benefits. Uh, and it, and uh, quite frankly, I want a product that's going to be there in that rare circumstance when I actually need to use it. And I don't want to be sweating the details on whether I can afford home modifications or whether I can afford the wheelchair that I need or whether I have to go with some other model or whether I can't get one at all and I've got to dip into my own personal savings in order to get that, you know, that, that thing that I need. That's why you buy insurance. It's the same for home insurance as, as it is any other form of insurance. Um, but can't ICBC maybe provide for a more, a, a slimmer down product that maybe not the Audi, maybe people want the Honda Civic of insurance <laughs> and they want it to pay less and they're willing to take fewer benefits for it. Like, can we not provide that product to people? Yeah, you know, I think that, that's, a, that's a really good question. I mean, I, I, my job is, is ICBC is to kind of work with the system I'm given. Um, and I think, you know, as you know, the, the product limits are set, you know, within, within legislation and regulation. So, so I think those are fair questions to ask. They're, they're not necessarily uh, the things that I can determine of myself because that's public policy. So, um, but certainly a fair question to ask. Right. Because I know what people will do. They'll take the cheapest option, right? They will. They'll they just will. look until at it, they'll they take it, it and they're, until they need it. That's right. But at that point, and if then, that's what they've chosen, then that's what they've chosen. If they want the consequences of that, they're going to have to live with that. No, no, I don't disagree. Uh, I mean, one thing I will say, and again, it's not really brought up in this report, um, is that we're making pretty profound changes to the way we do insurance ratings. So come September, uh, we're going to fundamentally reshift the way we slice up the insurance pie. Uh, and we're going to allocate more of that cost to high-risk drivers and obviously less to low-risk drivers. So, you know, 20, up to about a quarter of drivers are going to pay less uh, come September 1st uh, for insurance because of the changes we're making. If you bundle it all together, about three quarters are going to pay less than the 6.3% rate increase we put forward this year. So we are, we are making really sizable changes based on customer feedback, based on all the things they've told us, which is charge high-risk drivers more. Uh, and we agree. Right. Uh, and that's what we're doing. And, and that's what people will see. Will people September notice 1st. that, though? Will they be able to go, oh, look, it went down from last year because they certainly notice it when it goes up? They do. A quarter will. Uh, there will be a This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Port of our drivers who will be paying less uh, than they were uh, currently. Uh, so 25% of British Columbians, I think they're going to see a big change. Uh, and I think that's, that's a change people have been asking for. Okay, so what about the idea, though, of offering more product? Is that something that could perhaps be under consideration in the future? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that, that's certainly things uh, that are worth talking about. I mean, you know, people forget that 
you actually have a lot of choice in your insurance today. So, uh, you know, you have two parts of what you buy. You have that mandatory product, and then you have all those optional coverages. And you don't have to buy optional. You don't have to buy it from ICBC. 40% of the entire market is is competitive already. So people say it should be more privatization. Well, you know, almost half of our of our industry is privatized, uh, and we compete and win uh, about 90% of that business. And within that, you have the choice of buying from us, buying from somebody else, or not buying at all. And if you do choose to buy from us, you have lots of choices about what kind of coverage you buy and what kind of deductibles you have and what additional products you want or don't want. So there's, there is a lot of choice out there in the market right now. The, the one thing you don't have choice for is that one thing that, uh, that the province has said, look, we think it's important. Everyone has access to benefits to cover themselves when they're in an injury, uh, when they're in a crash, and that provides minimum levels of liability when they get sued uh, when they caused a crash and injured somebody else. So the government's basically said there's good public policy reasons for certain kind of coverage, and we're going to mandate certain levels. If you look across the country, there's reasonable parity for some of that. <clears throat> there's differences between BC and Alberta because we have, uh, we've made a decision that uh, we want to offer different levels of benefits. Okay, is it possible then maybe people need to take a look at that coverage? Like we all automatically get the renewal and we pay it, but perhaps there's people out there who are paying just for too much coverage. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and this is true. So, for example, if you own a, a, an older car, and a lot of customers do, the average age uh, of a car in BC is about 12, 12 years. So if you own a really old car, chances are you probably don't need a lot of collision uh, coverage uh, because your the value of your car might be really low two right. three thousand so you have you know the choice or the opportunity to sit and talk with your broker and say you know what do I need to spend the one or two hundred dollars uh, buying collision coverage maybe not uh, and then you can talk about you know your risk tolerance so a lot of our customers buy two to three million dollars of uh, liability uh, excess liability again that's an expensive product and it's it's there for a reason because you have you know, in this, this jurisdiction, uh, the right to be sued uh, when you cause harm to somebody else. But you can make a judgment that says, you know what, I'm willing to take more risk. Maybe I only want a million dollars or maybe, you know, maybe I want something less. So that is a conversation we definitely encourage people to have with their broker. Right. So that could be a savings for people there if they went through their insurance that way. Absolutely. And we've got more savings. So come September 1st, we're bringing in new discounts that weren't previously available to people. So if you're someone who doesn't drive very often because you take transit or you have a second car that you only use on special occasions, uh, you have the option, you have the opportunity to be eligible for a 10% discount uh, on, on your coverage. And the same thing is true if you buy a safe vehicle that has automatic emergency braking. So you have the option of getting a 10% discount uh, if your car has that feature. So we're going to be looking at doing more of these kinds of things in the future to give people who make choices in their lives to make them less, make themselves less risky. Um, you shouldn't have to pay as much. Uh, and there should be different options and choices available to you. Do you think that like a year from now, how do you envision this looking? Like are people going to be uh, happier with their product, do you think? Or are you still going to be hearing complaints? Well, I mean, it's insurance. I think people, <laughs> I don't know anybody who, you know, is really happy anytime they buy insurance, whether that's insurance on their home or insurance on their car, insurance for their business. Um, so it's not the kind of product that people can see or touch. And like I said, the only time they value it is when they use it. Um, so, no, I think we'll always be talking about insurance. But I think a couple of things are really materially changing that I hope people do recognize. One is what we've just talked about, how 
premiums are going to change come September. The other one is a change that's happening in 10 days. So we're changing to uh, the product to essentially reorient it away from, you know, this litigious kind of maximize your claim uh, circumstance that we have today to one that's really focused on getting people kind of more access to benefits so that they can get uh, on the road to recovery quicker. And that's a huge shift. It's probably the biggest change to the product that we've made in 45 years. And it's trying to reorient the system to injury recovery. Uh, and so we're pouring a ton of time uh, and effort and, quite frankly, uh, resources into making sure that if you're injured, you have unobstructed access to the care you need. We want to get out of the way uh, so that you can work with your doctor and get access to the benefits. You're getting access to more benefits, mm-hmm. uh, more treatment providers, uh, more often if you need them, without ICBC being there, uh, so that you can get on the road to recovery. So that's a big change. And I think if you're injured after April 1st, you're going to see a big difference. And I'm hoping in a year people are saying, wow, that felt a lot different uh, than you know what I've heard other people go through or the last time I had an injury five, 10 years ago. Well, Nicholas, uh, regardless, I'm sure we're going to be talking to you about it on the air. So thank <laughs> sure you for will. joining us. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. Have a good afternoon. You too. That is Nicholas Jimenez. He's the CEO of ICBC.